What's up, folks? Joe Alsobrook here with Mindset Over Everything, and I'm going to get real, real with you here on Sunday. It's obvious to me that a lot of people follow content like this with an unrealistic expectation of what they're really up against in life. And um, I never want to be that person, right? I don't want to portray something and have somebody think a certain way about something that I'm talking about or trying to help with and um, and not be 100% transparent with exactly what that takes, what that is. So let me clarify that. Mindset over everything isn't a matter of when you start winning, then you apply it. Does that make sense? A lot of times we come into this journey in life, right? When we decide we want something more, we want something bigger, we want something better. And uh, we have an unrealistic expectation of the length of time or the length of effort or the trials and tribulations that we're going to go through before we reach that. I'm not there yet, right? I'm not to the point to where I've, I would consider a there moment, right? I, I'm not there yet. And uh, I, I mean, it's important that you know that. The reason I share this information now is because I am in a place where I'm learning every single day and I want to share those lessons, those moments, those mindsets of what I do to change my mindset to adapt to a situation, adapt to a day to overcome a situation. That's what this is about. So if anyone is watching this with the realist with the realization or with a with a preconceived notion that, you know, just simply applying some of this is going to wash away all of their their trials and tribulations. It's going it might help you fast forward them that much. But that much now is going to mean miles and years in the future. So that's why it's important to get a hold of this now. Got a little story for you. Grandma's meatloaf. Right? Everyone's heard the, you know, analogies. And I use analogies and metaphors all the dang time. Um, but grandma's meatloaf is business. Grandma's meatloaf is exactly what this journey is. Picture this. You're going to have uh, a group of people over, right? Some intimate friends, maybe a couple family members, um, and, uh, and and you want to you wanna cook a dinner for them. And you remember growing up as a kid, right, that, that you had, uh, that you, know, you grew up with grandma's meatloaf, and, and every day, you know, every Sunday or whatever that day was that that grandma's meatloaf was going to, you were going to have grandma's meatloaf, you were excited, right? You were like, God, this meatloaf is great. It's got the little burnt crust just around the edge, right? But it's not burnt, just that caramelization around the edge. The top is done just perfect, right? And it was never undercooked. It was never overcooked. It had, you didn't like vegetables as a kid, but it had the onions and the celery and all that stuff in it. And you loved that, right? Um, and that was grandma's meatloaf. And so you started thinking, okay, I'm about to have these people over. I'm going to make grandma's meatloaf. So you call up grandma and you say, grandma, listen, I want to make your meatloaf for a house party, uh, dinner party that I'm having, right? I'm going to have some friends over. I'm going to cook a dinner. And I just think that, you know, the, the soulful feel of that grandma's meatloaf is really what they need. That's what this, this dinner party needs. Um, I got my pen. I got my paper. How do you make it? Right. I'm, I'm excited about it. How do you make it? And grandma starts going through the recipe. Right. You're going to need ground beef. 
you're going to need some eggs. You're going to need some breadcrumbs. You're going to need some onions. You're going to need some celery. You're going to need some salt, pepper, garlic, ketchup. All right, you get all the ingredients, and you're writing this down. You're like, dang, there's a lot more to this than I originally thought. But, hey, that's fine. I'm going to make grandma's meatloaf, right? So you're writing all that down, right? Well, then grandma gets to how to mix the ingredients. You chop up the onions just like this. You chop up the celery just like this, right? Just this much and a dab of this and a dash of this because grandma never used teaspoons, tablespoons and all that. It was a dab, a dash, a dab, a dash, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, right? And you start thinking, all right, all right, look, this is sounds and sounds pretty pretty labor intensive to make this meatloaf, but I'm going to make it happen. You know, grandma was old school. I can, I can do it new school. I'm going to make this happen. So after the conversation, at the very end, grandma says it's very important that you get your hands dirty and you mix that meatloaf in with your bare hands and you do the work and you mix it and you feel it till it feels just right before you put it in the oven. And you start thinking, man, I don't want to, I don't have time for all this. You know, I'm making that meatloaf tonight. I, all right. I got it. Grandma, thank you very much. I love you very much. Thank you. I'm going to go to the store. You go to the store. You buy the ingredients. Then you think, wait a minute. You know, grandma said, mix it with my hands. I don't have much time. I'm going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond, I'm going to get one of those mixers, right? I'm going to go get one of those mixers. That's perfect, right? So you go to there, you get the mixer, and then you start thinking, look, I got one of those fancy microwave convection-type ovens. I'm going to put it in there instead of the stove. She told me to cook it in the oven at 350 for X amount of time. I don't have X amount of time. I'm going to cook it in there. I'm going to save some time. So you get the ingredients. You buy the onions pre-chopped. You buy the celery pre-chopped because you're smarter than grandma, right? You're not going to waste all that time doing all that little prep work, right? You get exact tablespoons and teaspoons and measures all the ingredients up because I dab a dash. I don't know what that is. You go online, you do some studying, like how much of this, how much of that. I need to know the exact measurements, Grandma. Come on, dab and dash and this and that. Come on. So you get it all right, and you get the meat, and you get the ingredients, and you throw it in that mixer, right? And that mixer starts mixing it up, and you see it's kind of getting sticky, and it's padding to the mixer, and you're like, God, now. So it almost takes you more time to get it out of the mixing bowl right? Then it would have just been to probably mix it with your hands. But, but Hey, look, I'm already here. So you're scraping it off the mixer. You leave some of the meat in the mixing bowl, some of the meat on the paddles. I don't have time for this. Put it in the sink. I'll deal with that later. Right? You take the meatloaf, you put it in the pan. Stay with me. I got a point here. You put it in the pan and you're shoving it down. You're pushing it down. You, you smear your little ketchup over the top and you think, perfect. And you put it in that new fancy microwave oven with a touch pad and you, you put it in there and you set it and forget it. Right? I already looked up the time that it was going to take to cook this much ground beef and this kind of, um, you know, technological device. So I'm going to put it in there. I'm going to set it and forget it. I'm going to go on. I'm going to set up the dinner table. By the time the guests get here, I can take it out. It would have cooled and set and rested. Ooh, fancy, right? So then you take the meatloaf out. Boom. You put it on your little serving tray. You, you look at it. It doesn't quite look like grandma's meatloaf, right? But hey, look, I got all the ingredients. I talked to grandma on the phone. This has got to taste great. It looks a little gray, though. It doesn't have that caramelized, like, perfect little crust around the around the edges. And you're thinking, man, I don't, you know what? It's going to be great, right? It was grandma's recipe. How can it not be great? I just cooked it a little bit different, right? I just used some technology in it. Your guests get here. Your guests go sitting around the table. And then you, you start, you know, you tell everybody, oh, this is grandma's meatloaf. You told them before. You built up the hype. Everybody's excited for it. You cut into it. You start putting it on the plates. People start eating it. They're not really saying a lot, right? 
towards the end of the dinner, you realize people got a lot of food left on their plates. A lot of that food is the meatloaf. Maybe they ate a little bit more of the sides, right? People start to leave and you start thinking, man, who am I kidding? That meatloaf was terrible. The next day, you're still thinking about it. So you call up grandma and you say, grandma, I had everybody over. I did just what you said, right? And grandma says, well, did you cut the onions up just like this? Did you cut the celery up just like that? No, grandma, I got, I bought those pre-cut. Well, all right. Well, what about the ingredients? A little dish, dab of this, a little dash of that. No, grandma, I looked up online and I did, you know, I used the, the table, tablespoons, teaspoons. Okay, well, hey, the most important part is getting your hands dirty and really mixing that up. Well, grandma, I got one of those paddle mixers. I just used that. Oh, honey, that's exactly where you went wrong. You see, the heat from your hands helps break down the fat in the beef. And that makes it cling and stick together. And that helps with the consistency of the meatloaf. So when it goes to cook, that fat and that beef is even throughout it. And that's what really makes it that moist, nice meatloaf. What about cooking? Did you did you cook it at least for 350 in the oven? Grandma, I got this new microwave thing where you can put metal pans in it. I, I put it in there. It was going to be a little quicker. Honey, you just can't microwave grandma's meatloaf. And folks, if that's not an analogy to life and business and what you're going through right now, you need to go back and listen to it. You cannot microwave this journey. You can't microwave any journey and have it turn out right. It's going to fall apart. It's going to be clumpy and cakey, right? You're going to have to take the original recipe. You can twist that around a little bit and make it yours. But the most important part, using your hands, doing the work, breaking it down, putting it in the oven and giving it the time it takes to cook. I love you guys. I hope that lesson shed a little bit of light into your life like it did mine. Thank you very much. Now go execute. I'll talk to you guys. And I wonder if you know.